Fair warning, friends, on this episode, we are covering a lot of holiday movies and spoiling them left and right. So if you haven't seen any of the classics, see them now, right before the episode starts. <laughs> Doctor, come on, what, what? Always do the right thing. Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> Shit just got real. Better alive, you are coming with me. Samsonite! Way off. Welcome to a very famous movie podcast. I'm Sean Robb. I'm John Valley. And I am Robert Jordan Hunt. Bang, bong, bang, bong. Yeah, that's right. We made a list and we did check them twice because this week we're talking our favorite holiday movies of all time. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing a special episode to get everybody in the mood for the holidays. Jordan, tell us what the parameters of today's episode are all about. Yeah, so we're just really going over each of our own personal favorite holiday movies. Um, the rules, there, there's not a lot of rules for this one. We right? don't believe in rules. We don't believe in rules. We break them when you set them. Yeah, like the, the you know, uh, in terms of holiday, they, it, you know, it could be featured barely or the whole movie's around it. Uh, right? I mean, we're, right. All, we're all about that. Similar yeah. to our uh, best of the last 10 years episode, yeah. this time we all picked three movies, uh, one of them being the, the holy grail of our holiday hearts. But before we dive into that final list, the award winners as as we call them got some funny little factoids for you here boys Mm. do you know how many christmas movies are premiering in november and december this this year alone 15 15 jordan says 87 150 Jeez. So wow. is that, does that include like streaming and everything? Yeah, streaming, oh, wow. uh, made-for-TV movies, Hallmarks, Hallmark and Lifetime. Yeah, Lifetime. The Lifetimes and the Hallmarks. 150. Do you know how many were released last year? I'm going to say 120. 120? 121. I think it was just shy of 240. Jesus. Get the fuck out of here. That's it is insane. massive, it massive, is massive business. Well, that makes sense because, I mean, you know, we're going to talk about some of the uh, ones that didn't make the list. There's so many goddamn holiday movies that I love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight. Right up. Yeah. So what what are what are some uh what are some runner ups that didn't make y'all's list? The first three that come to mind are like the Black Christmas movies, all three iterations. Mm. I love mm. I love the original, I love the two thousand six remake, and I love the remake from I think it's twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, yeah. Um I think they're all great. I mean Which Gremlin, one's your favorite? Mm, the OG? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you were just gonna say Gremlins. I I didn't even think about Gremlins. Gremlin. What? Gremlins is great. Uh, let's see here. Oh, one one that would have been on the list for me, but I, I took it off because we've discussed it before. Batman Returns. Yes. Yes. I was going to say Batman Returns as well. I, and I, I it was hard not every... to pick it for my top three. Well, yeah. And again, the only reason I didn't is just for the sake of the cut. We talked about it before. Yeah. That's... We care about our audience's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I mean, uh, Happiest Season, End of Days, Elf, Eyes Wide Shut. Is End of Days, it does take place during Christmas, Mm -hmm. right? Also, now technically you could say it's more of a Thanksgiving movie, but it does... uh, But isn't it building to New Year's? Yes. Is that right? I think that counts. But it's included in Christmas. Yeah, man. All right. I'm just saying. Enemy of the State. Wait, uh, Eyes Wide Shut, you said. Yeah. Kids love Eyes Wide Shut. That is a fact. Stanley Kubrick's uh, Swan Song, it was his uh, nod to his love for the holidays. Mm Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, he said he wanted to make a Christmas film, and uh, turns out he did. He did. He did. Well, uh, what are some of y'all's? That's I mean, that's just a handful. But uh, I got a few runners up. I mean, primarily, I would like to just include the entire filmography of Shane Black within this oh, because yeah. it is hard to s- surmise all of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, uh, kiss, kiss, yes. bang, bang, absolutely. Uh, long kiss, good night, the lethal oh, weapons, yeah. diehards, basically any shame, any shame black movie that has any reference to Christmas should be on your runner up list because 
no matter what, uh, Iron, Man 3. Iron Man Iron 3. Iron Man 3. And so there's a lot of great choices in his, his filmography. Obviously, more action and, and violence than a traditional holiday movie, but love them nonetheless. Yes. And then, you know, certain movies like You've Got Mail. A love You've Got Mail. A long-standing favorite of mine. I don't give a fuck. So, You've Got oh, Mail is are... one of the greatest holiday movies ever made, if not one of the greatest rom-coms ever made with the superstar duo of uh, Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Well, I agree wholeheartedly. Pick. Great pick. Wholeheartedly. Total classic. And then um, there's a couple other ones like Trading Places. You know, I, I was telling Jordan about this earlier, but I do put the game by David Fincher on my holiday list because it oh. is technically uh, a reimagining of A Christmas Carol. So I, I do include that. All right. I like that. List. I like that. Um, and I'll allow it. Jingle all the way. Don't bullshit me. Home Alone. Yeah. All those are, are, are great choices. I, I have a quick side tangent. There are some movies that I considered. I, I didn't, but some movies that feel like Christmas to me, like, for example, Titanic. Like just because mm-hmm. it came out during Christmas, or like yes. Lord of the Rings, yeah. I can I think of like holiday movies, King Harry Kong. Potter, King Kong, totally. Though those are just movies I watch this time of year. I mean, mostly because that's where they came out. But it also I don't know. It just reminds me of Christmas with some of those movies. Does that make sense? Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. Going to see the movie on Christmas Day or right. whatever with family, the family tradition or, yeah. or whatever you may celebrate. You know, there are those times where you get together and, and those big spectacle right. box office monsters, like like you said, Lord of the Rings or Titanic or something. Those were also just so ingrained in the cultural zeitgeist. Right. That, like you saw it with your family, so you have that memory, but also you were just bludgeoned Blood. over the head right. with uh, how like prevalent it was in society at the time. But yeah, I definitely uh, agree with you there. Are yeah. there any movies coming out on Christmas this year? There are. I don't know specific. That's a that's a mainstay of ones. Hollywood. Oh yeah, because Christmas. Um, or the holiday season, those two weeks in December where like typically um, most people are off for like two weeks. The opening weekend doesn't matter as much on Christmas because it's about, it's like a two week opening weekend. Yeah. Because people are going to see movies every day for like a week. Yeah. You know, you've been stuffed up with your family in the holidays. You're not shopping. You just, you want to get out of the house and not talk to each other, you know. Perfect. Right. And and that's <laughs> that's that's one of the reasons like Avatars, both of them now will be released in December because it's... Abadar. This... Is Abada. It's the long <laughs> Abada. It's like back in the, the the model has changed because of streaming, but it used to be you could open um you know December fourteenth or so. Right. And you could open at ten million and you're gonna end up with 130, 140 million dollars. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But I mean like you nowadays, buy a lot of Taco Bell with that. You can buy a lot of Taco Bell with that. You can buy a Taco Bell with that. <laughs> but John, what are some of your runner ups? A big runner up for me and it was almost gonna make my list was the I believe it came out in nineteen sixty four. The uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer That's animated. That's too early for movies. I, <laughs> that, movies. Yeah, movies didn't exist then. Movies John, didn't exist then, fucking... but they have to put, you know, they ran out of all the other years. Burl Ives is in it. John loves old men. Uh, oh. Soft, squishy, <laughs> round, round, uh, bulbous, no arms, old man. no legs. I, I love those old animated specials. Sure, man. they're, they're so Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, yes, yeah. so much work goes into them. You can yes. just see like every bit of work that goes into it. Yes, all the choices they're making because they have to like think really carefully about. What they're going to spend their time doing because it takes so fucking long to do it. Yeah, yeah. you guys don't think those movies are haunted? Oh my god, yes, <laughs> of course they're haunted. Like, no, like Wizard of Oz, yeah. like level haunted. I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, uh, we will begin the much anticipated breakdown of our top picks, uh, best holiday movies from the very famous movie podcast crew. Um, Jordan, give us your number three pick. Number three. All right, I'm uh, I'm coming out with a hot take right off the bat. Ooh, Sizzler, Die Hard Two. What? 
Not the first one. Okay. Not Die Hard. I don't give a shit if you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Hey, I want you to down. shut up. Die Hard 2 is a better Christmas movie than Die Hard. Okay? John McClane is stuck in an airport. What is more Christmas than that? Okay? He's dealing with his in-laws. Yep. He's dealing with uh, fucking shitty police officers yep. trying to give him a ticket over Classic Christmas. The terrorists are carrying presents Been there. throughout the airport. Okay? They are mm-hmm. slaying the for Santa. Um, fucking it, it, so much more Christmas stuff is involved than Die Hard 2. Yes. Obviously, Die Hard's a better movie, but Die Hard 2 is a better Christmas movie. Does he wear a Christmas hat in it at one point? Or somebody like a Santa does. hat? I think somebody does. Okay, so we got yeah. it. Die Hard 1's your pick for three. What's your pick <laughs> for number two? <laughs> kill you, motherfucker. Die Hard 1 is Jordan's favorite um, Christmas Number two movie. is pretty... Um, it's not very original. It's National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, it's a classic. It's a good I, one. I, that's one. I mean, I still watch it with my family every year. Not just every year. I watch it with my family. And it's fucking funny every damn time. The scene uh, in the first National Lampoon's Vacation where Chevy Chase is trying to find the gas tank on his new car mm-hmm. is like, I cry laugh every time oh I watch God, it. Right? It's, it's just, his physicality is insane. He's on another level when it comes to like physical comedy. That's called cocaine comedy. That's true. <laughs> it's expansive. It's huge. It's, it, there's, there's quite a storyline going on. That's... Spoiler alert, it was on my list, uh, mm. Christmas Vacation, because mm-hmm. it does that same thing. And, it, and it, by no surprise, because it's written by John Hughes, who right. also, did he direct Home Alone or write Home Alone? He wrote, wrote it. He, he wrote, wrote it, and then Chris Columbus directed it. Directed it, right. So it's got that like... Chris Columbus did not direct Christmas Vacation, though. Yeah, Jeremiah S. Chekik. Chechich. Chek- Chek- yeah, that's right. Chechik. Yeah. Uh, vibe of Home Alone, where it's like the Midwest and... Oh, totally. Yeah, it's, it's All like American. About, you know, family is kind of the... At the end of the day, that's, that's the most important thing, the people that you love and spend the holidays yes. with. It's an incredible movie, and it's emotional too. Like it is that emotional. scene when he's up in the attic, yeah, and he's oh, watching man. his old like family videos. Yeah, it always kind of like it moves me a little bit. <laughs> right I always fast he... forward through that part. Oh come on, Sean. piece of shit, Sean. Come on, I'm kidding. No, like of like Chevy and on, um, Beverly D'Angelo are so good together in Ooh, all four movie. movies. Great, and chemistry. they really like as as Looney Tunes as some of those movies can be. Sometimes like they're always grounded in the emotion. Right. At least a little bit. And this one, I think Christmas Vacation probably the most, just because oh, yeah. it's Christmas. Um, but I, you know, I'll watch that movie every year to the day I die. All right, so we're supposed to guess Jordan's... Just one, uh... guess, one guess. Oh, you know what? No guesses. That's fine. Okay. I'll just tell you. Okay, I'm just going to tell it. you. So I, I cheated a little bit. Um, I put number one, just Shane Black's uh, entire filmography. Ah, oh, that, is, that is cheating. Cheat. Yeah, it you is are cheating. A fucking cheater. But uh, you got to pick your favorite of the Shane Black Christmas. No, movies. I will not. Number one <laughs> is Shane <laughs> Black because I mean, fucking Lethal Weapon, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, The Long Kiss Goodnight, uh, Iron Man Three, The Last Boy Scout. It's like you can't you can't tell me that I can't just not include all of Jordan. These movies. I can tell you whatever the, I'd like. I don't I don't care what the best is. I watch them all every Christmas. Well, you got to pick the best. That them's is the rules. No, Shane Black. Okay, fine. All right, Shane, Shane Black, Black works. the entirety of number I mean his whole filmography just oozes Christmas. Sean, what's what's your favorite oozing Christmas Shane Black movie? Oozing. Um uh probably Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Ooh. Sure. That's not to say I don't love those other movies, obviously, but Kiss Kiss Bang Bang to me has the most like Christmas feeling to it as as weird as it is. It, it's way more at the forefront of the movie than in, you know, Lethal Weapon and things. It's things are exploding that are covered in Christmas lights, but I feel like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, like the whole premise of the movie hinges on something that ha- begins with something happening during Christmas. And yeah. so I feel like it follows throughout the, the rest of the movie in, totally. in, in a really fun way that 
to me is is the most most outwardly holiday of his movies. But. Sure, it, it was it was too hard for me to just pick one of those. It, it was uh, impossible, and so I didn't. Okay, well, that's well. Anyway, Jordan loses this round. <laughs> so it goes. Well, let's move on to uh, my pickies. Please, John. Um, yeah, number three, baby, give it to me. Number three. Christmas Vacation. Mm, yes. So we've already oh, just yeah, talked about that. Oh, yeah, big surprise. Mm-hmm. Number two, Black Christmas. The OG. Uh, the OG. The OG. That doesn't surprise me. You're you're a big Black Christmas guy. It's Bob Clark who then went on I to know. do A Christmas Story, which is Man, also you know an incredible movie. I completely forgot about that one for this list. Of course, yeah, Christmas, Christmas story, story is up there, yeah. Exactly, yeah. It's just, it's very straightforward. And guy just likes killing on Christmas. He likes killing on Christmas. I fucking Christmas. love Margot Kidder in that movie. She's she, incredible. She's, I mean, yeah. I know she obviously she had Superman. I believe she's in the Amityville Horror as well, but it, yes. I feel like she should have had like 10 more great movies in her. So yeah, that's my number two. Number two. And my number one is from 1946, Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful oh. Life. Oh, great. Wow. <laughs> I great. love that movie. Old Jimmy Stew. Love that movie. And I it get also, it. it's kind of weird, too. There's like a little bit of like haunted vibes to it. It's, it's dark. I mean, he's, it's, it's about it's, suicide. Yes. Yeah. It uh, is not a happy, it doesn't start happy, at least. No, no. And also a known flop at the time. Yes, it, Huge it, it, flop. it was a flop and has since become this kind of undeniable classic that gets shown every year and, and that's how families discover it. Well, and that's how people discovered it because it was such a flop. They The rights to air it on TV were just given away. Really? It, be, oh, wow. it began being aired every year because it was free. Wow. Or cheap, whatever it was. And that's why it became a holiday classic. All right, Sean, it's your turn. Sheen. Uh, what is your number three for holiday movies? Number three, um, I'm going to say Bad Santa. Ooh. Wow. That's I a great one. That, that is a great um, one. It is undeniably outrageously stupid and funny and offensive and weird and also kind of heartfelt in its own totally. strange way. I could turn that movie on any time of the year. I think Billy Bob Thornton's performance is masterful yeah. in that movie. I I can't believe I forgot it. Actually, I'm it's kind of crazy. Myself. I mean, it is so simple in its essence. I mean, it's so dumb. And again, it's it's his character just at, at war with, with Christmas with everything. <laughs> everything. You're right. You're I right. mean, it, it, but in such a funny fucked up way he, i mean he is just such a piece of shit yes so you're watching a guy who is literally the biggest piece of shit you've ever seen in your life he's a degenerate alcoholic monster yeah who is also with a professional thief and somehow in the process of them trying to rob a mall over christmas he stays at this house with this child <laughs> whose parent his dad is that in prison is so great too. and the mom who knows where the mom is in this basically comatose grandmother yeah and just like the whole concept of all of it is just so silly and and cringy in a way but man does it really deliver some serious laughs for me i I remember (laughs) seeing that in theaters with my family it was a pretty it wasn't a sold out crowd but it was full i mean it was christmas time and this is in you know small town San Angelo. You were Texas. with your family, yeah, whole Ooh. all of it. Oh, did you not know what was coming? No, we all knew. And that's the thing is like our family was the only one laughing in the entire theater. <laughs> yeah. Like it was it was silent except for us, and we were fucking eating it up. Yeah, it was so great and so funny, and like we didn't care. You know, it's like right. all right, y'all are idiots. Like you're 
I, you're having a bad time and that sucks for you. That that but, movie kind of knocked Christmas Vacation off the uh, pedestal for like most raunchy Christmas movie because at the time oh, yeah. Christmas Vacation was like yeah. super edgy. Yeah, sure. Know? I yeah. think Bad Santa is is uh, maybe the su- most successfully raunchy Christmas movie. Yep, I, where yeah. it is like yeah. really funny. There are a ton of laughs per minute. It's just really just spending time with these characters because again, not a lot is happening. No, but let I just got to shout out Bernie Mac in that movie. Yeah, Bernie man. Mac, amazing. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. John Ritter is in it who has some of the greatest oh, facial expressions yes. <laughs> throughout the movie. It really just delivers on a lot of really funny, subtle, subtly offensive humor. Yes. I mean, I, it's definitely a movie that I don't imagine being made today. Um, well, and, they did Bad Santa 2, and it was not as good. No. Right. They, they tried to make another one, and I think that was a mistake. Yep. There was no need for a second nope. one. Bad Santa was the follow-up to Sling Blade, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, he's actually playing the same character. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. But he'd actually gone through a process of uh, brain expansion and jaw rewiring and jaw rewiring. <laughs> yeah. And when he got there, uh, he became Bad Santa, and that's where we are today. I love it. Um, so yeah, excellent that's, pick, uh, excellent great pick. one. Um, I think for number two, I it, it's undeniable to me. Uh, Home Alone two is, and specifically Home Alone two. Sure. No, no, no offense to the first installment, but I think it really is a commercial for kids shit. Yes. But at the same time, it is so fun. It's and also like a fantasy for kids. It's like right. alone in New York. Holy shit. Like With the, money. The first home alone being stuck in your own house. It's like, that's a what a great concept. But the fantastical nature of Home Alone 2 is so much more insane. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, Kevin McAllister is like a burgeoning serial killer. Right. Which we can clearly see throughout both of the movies. Yes. He is a sociopath. Yes. And... Uh, but it is so funny watching him trying to murder these two, these two thieves. Uh, thieves. Yeah, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. I guess uh, two movies I like uh, involve men trying to steal stuff from children on the holidays. What's what's the setup for H two? Is it do, do his parents leave him again? No, no, so, no. Yeah. They 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 get a mix up. Um, he just goes on the wrong flight. He drops his ticket while they're running to the airplane in the airport, um, and then just as he looks up. He thinks he sees his dad, but it's just somebody else with the similar jacket and briefcase. Oh, God dang. They got to call CPS on these folks. I know. It's wild. And so then he ends up in New York alone and wandering around trying to find some money. He has his dad's wallet, so he's got money and a credit card. Mm -hmm. Stays in uh, a hotel and meets Donald Trump. Ooh. Uh, Uh, Fights Tim Curry. Fights Tim Curry. And Rob Schneider. Meets a lady who's covered in pigeon shit. <laughs> oh. And <laughs> yep. befriends her. Somehow she lives on top of the like uh Empire symf- or the what Symphony is it? Orchestra. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, she lives in the attic of the She Symphony lives in the Orchestra. attic. Somehow they let her get in there. I know. This woman's covered in bird shit. It's okay? true. I'd like to emphasize that there's no reason this child should have been speaking to this woman. I know it's supposed to be a nice, heartfelt thing. Right. But, but I, I definitely watched Home Alone Two more than I watched Home Alone One as a big kid. time. I think also the time it came out. Right. It, it, but again, it, it's just the the scale of it is so much bigger. Mm-hmm. It's so silly and un- unrealistic, obviously. But that's what I love about these movies. They're yeah. they're not based in reality. The ho- real holidays are never this wild and and fantastical. Right, right. It's usually people bickering and and you know, wearing p- sweatpants and farting all day. Right. And then so 
when you see something like this, it gives you the feeling of of what it, oh what would it be like to uh, have a really wild life changing holiday? I know it's not really going to happen, but I'll experience it through this uh, eight year old's yeah. eyes. Is John Candy Bar in the movie again? Not no. in the second one. Damn it! Only the first one. Yeah, man, what a gem! All right, well, the moment this is we've it. all been waiting for. Sean Robb's number one pick for holiday. My number Cinema. one holiday film is Scrooged. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's a great one. Movie it is bien. tried and true classic, Christmas Carol, but with the sort of grimy nature of the eight, like 80s dark humor. And obviously, Bill Murray's amazing. Bobcat Goldthwait is in it. Karen Allen. I mean, the, the cast is really incredible. Great Richard Donner flick. Richard Donner. Love yeah. Richard Donner. We get yeah. some really great performances. Yeah. It's not a completely happy go lucky movie. There's. Like you were saying earlier, there are like these sort of moments of sadness and, and and regret, and and the whole point is coming to terms with that and changing your life so you you can uh, hopefully be more fulfilled. Uh, but just wrapped up in kind of disguised in this sort of great '80s horror comedy type setting, where you you have all the the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, but presented in this kind of like unique, offbeat way. And obviously, Bill Murray at the, at the height of his per- game, perfect screw, insanely funny. Like what it plays such a great asshole. Yeah. And I feel like every year when I watch this movie, because I do watch it every year, I, I'm reminded by just how funny of a movie in general it is. It's like take the holidays out of the equation. It's just a really great comedy and and, and holiday film. And I think it's undeniable. Every time I watch it, it's like, what a more fun, much more fun version of A Christmas Carol, in right. my opinion. Yeah. Where it's something I can watch every year and not be like, this is a stone cold bummer. You right, know? right. This, this, there is some levity to it. And there are these really great funny moments throughout and, and kind of spooky stuff, too. There's some really Man, great scary the moments. Ghost of Christmas oh, yeah. Future used to yeah. freak me out as a kid. Yeah. I mean, in the that movie specifically. Giant Grim Reaper. Yeah. Yes. There, there's a lot of things that are, will, make you feel slightly unsettled. I mean, and there's some really dark shit in there too. There's a moment where he finds a homeless man frozen in in a sewer. And it's this really sad moment where he's coming to terms with like, was his name Jordan hunt? His name was Jordan hunt. (laughs) And we put him there. Yeah. And that's fine. (laughs) But it is this like really nice, you know, nice in a sense where it, it's basically making him open his eyes to the reality of other people's, struggle and and in that way it's a really great positive message but oh, yeah. also just super fucking fun it's yeah. super fun and like the the ending of that movie in you know specifically where basically bill murray has just become he's just being bill murray and like mm. talking to the camera to the audience i mean it works in the movie because they're, they're they're doing, doing a, a stage production right. yeah but like it really feels like bill murray is just talking to the audience it's just like Loved your love your loved ones. Have a merry Christmas. You know what I mean? It's like it ends on such on the one of the greatest notes, like for holiday movies. I mm-hmm. think of just basically like so uplifting and uh, yeah, great pick. Man. It's a Wonderful Life was based on uh, Christmas Carol. Yeah, I mean, so many things mm-hmm. have spun off that original story because oh, yeah. it is like an age old story. I mean, there, there's yeah. the rich out of touch asshole coming to terms with the reality is always going to be a thing people fantasize about i mean I as a normal dude without money and power i am constantly yes. hoping you that these motherfuckers power. have that moment of levity and come to 
back to reality and, and regain some of their humanity. So it's weird. It's not really a fantasy for rich people. It's a fantasy for poor, what poor people wish rich people were, yeah. which were caring and, and giving and not uh, complete pieces of shit. Wow, that was a great list, guys. Uh, really great lists. Happy holidays. Uh, happy what are well, we we, we we wish you all a happy happy holidays here. Happy um, cuckmas, you bitch. <laughs> oh. And that's our show, folks. Thank you for listening to our holiday blowout. Uh, please join us on the social medias where we are discussing holiday films every single day. We're calling it Holiday Days. 